All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. Actually, I'm going to complain in a second. Uh, but first, I want to say hello to anybody listening on Chicago Comedy Scene Radio, uh, the internet radio for all things comedy in Chicago. And we are on the talk channel. This is uh, We're talking, so we're on the talk channel. Hello, Chicago. Um, I'm going to complain about one thing. I said everything is well, and it is. But uh, it's the first day of school, which is awesome, which means my kids are out of the house. Holy shit, it feels great. Except it didn't rain all goddamn summer and today uh, fucking thunderstorms. So the, the one day we're supposed to walk the kids to school, the very first day, and we have to drive them. And the other reason I bring that up is because I am right next to on my left, our sump pump in the basement. And uh, it's been going off randomly because of the thunderstorms. Like the ground got so saturated so fast that you might hear the sump pump kick in during our conversation. All right, that's all I have to complain about. What's going on in your world? You say all is well. We it's it's it is Monday, August twenty third. We were going to record yesterday, but I got a text from you in the morning. Hey, I'm too drunk to record right now. I got to sober up, and we'll record tonight. And then when it came to nighttime, I said, "Hey, I'll hit you up in about thirty minutes." You said, "No, dude, I'm still too drunk." You I, were... I did the opposite of sober up. I uh, I was, <laughs> what was your weekend than I was in the morning. I well, I I, I worked, man. I was uh, I was working Saturday. I normally don't don't work on weekends, but I was live streaming a um uh a, a concert in Central Park. Oh, the one that got getting... rained out. Yeah, it got rained out, and they were saying they were going to bring it back on at like ten o'clock. So we ended up going live at 10 again just to be like, no, no concert. Yeah. So I just I, I just got kind of drunk afterwards. And, you know. How many uh, acts did they get through before they called it off? That's oh, the sump shit. pump. I don't know if you can hear it. I mean, it was, it was roughly two hours. All right. This is like half a dozen, you know. Did it uh, did it match the levels of uh, Paul Simon hitting 500,000 people in Central Park uh, during his concert in the 80s? I think he got. Does he still have the record? I think they had like tens of thousands. I don't think it was. It wasn't 500,000. Yeah, he uh, had the record. All right, let's jump in. I didn't in. know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, he did for a while. I don't know if he still is, but I'm pretty sure it was like 500,000 people showing up in Central Park to see Paul Simon. And today uh, they insult him for cultural appropriation. So the world is a funny place. Why, what are they saying he culturally appropriated? African music. So back in the day with Graceland and then uh, Rhythm of the Saints, I think it was. So he, he did Africa. He, he incorporated world music into his his music. And back then it was like, oh, look, uh, we're expanding borders. We're learning more about the world around us. And today it's cultural appropriation. It's just in how we look at things differently because uh, we're so much more enlightened now, Jake. Instead of uh, being interested in new cultures, we just have to look at them through through glass and appreciate them without wanting to uh you know be a part of any other culture paul simon is a nazi that's, that's i think point. that's where we'll be in five more years is right now it's cultural appropriation five more years nazi straight up all right jake so we have avoided this topic for two weeks but especially last week we could have talked about it uh, i didn't send you anything on it because it's everywhere i figure sometimes when everyone's talking about something that we don't need to but Jesus, fuck Afghanistan. We have ignored it. Let's let's make fun of it. Um, I blame Paul Simon for that entire situation <laughs> over there. Ten years ago when I was there, I said this whole fucking thing would be great if it wasn't for Paul Simon using African drums. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. So as always, Jake, I'm going to I'll go first. Not as a, but my as always, my favorite part of everything going on in Afghanistan is the hypocrisy. 
And when I say that, what I mean is we are such a now, now, now uh, nation country that all we are aware of is what's happening right now. What everyone seems to forget is what happened last week. So two weeks ago or three weeks ago, um, when Trump, uh, Trump, when he was president, he set up the conditions for the pullout. He said, we're getting out of Afghanistan. We've been there too long. I'm signing it into order. And Democrats said, you can't do that. We're going to leave the Afghan people. It's, it's horrible. How dare Trump do this? And Republicans sort of hedged their bets. They said, well, Trump's the commander in chief. We have to follow him. But uh, maybe it's a bad idea. Maybe it's whatever. Now that Biden's actually doing it, Democrats are saying, thank God we got out of there. The war was going on too long. And Republicans are saying, we never should have left. This is all Biden's fault. So what if Trump put it in order? It's like, they don't care what happened. All they do is bitch about the other side. They completely flip-flopped their stances just because their guy isn't in power anymore. It doesn't matter what it was, either Democrats saying. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. If Trump would have won and would have left back in May like he was say, said he was going to do. Now, I don't think he would have actually done it. That's why they didn't have any plans in place. But yeah, um, had he had he been the one to pull out, both sides would flip their stance on a fucking dime. It yep. would be the left talking about how we didn't do enough and we should have helped more people and we should be staying there for two more decades to try to turn the place into a utopia. Um, you would have 20 more years on blue bumper stickers all over the fucking country. Um, <laughs> 20 would, more years. Yeah. And, yeah. And I mean, exactly. Would, had he not done that, he would have got murdered in the next election because the the right would have been happy to steal the anti-war vote from the left after 20 fucking years of of you know uh making making weapons contractors rich after 20 years they would have been happy to steal that hey let's not let's not spend two more decades policing the world vote which trump kind of did it wasn't yeah. like the main he ran campaign, on that. but he fucking you know he did run on that that is a it wasn't a big part of his campaign in the general election no but he definitely used it to steal that one from jeb bush and he still kind of at least kept the talk going. Didn't really do anything about it. Oh, until, but, um, until his last year of the presidency. Like, it wasn't right. front and center. Like, he didn't get into office and then suddenly say, all right, we're bringing the troops home. He got into office and said, well, and but he did bring it down to, like, nothing. He, he brought I've been down, talking to people on the ground. They've been telling me things. We get yes. to stay there a little longer. Yeah, He did bring it from, what? I'm going to make these numbers up, but I'm, I think the estimates were somewhere around 14,000 troops down to 3000 troops. Like he did bring a ton of people home. It's just funny how those last 3000 were the only thing holding the Taliban in check because they were like, well, we could probably fight, but fuck it. Let's just do what we've been doing. Wait it out. Like literally all they did was wait it out. They, they pulled the Simpsons. They, you know, what do we do now? Now we wait. Oh, the waiting game sucks. Let's play hungry, hungry hippos. Like they just sat back and played hungry, hungry hippos and waited for us to leave. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I remember one time we were in a village there and we were talking to this guy who spoke like fluent English, like perfect English. Um, and he better than you or I do better than. Yeah. Better than us, man, for sure. Uh, made us look like fucking morons. Which but, we are. Uh, he was right. But but he was he was saying, um, you, you, you know, and, and there was a bunch of kids around him. I guess he was like teaching the kids stuff because the Taliban is not uh, big on education. No, they like blow up a school while we were there. They, you know, and he was talking about how he how he liked what we were about, like that we were like like pro educating kids. And he thought that was great. And 
and and he was telling us information about the Taliban. So RLT tries to give him this card that basically just has a number on it to call for info, basically like a 1-800 snitch on the Taliban card. And he was like, oh, I'm not fucking touching that, dude. Yeah, I don't if want that in my possession. Me, I'm going to get my fucking head cut off or something, dude. And, and he was like, well, you know, just tell us where they're at and we'll fuck them up. And he's like, yeah, you guys in the Afghan army and the Afghan police come in heavy while you're here. But after maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour, you guys go back to your compounds and the Taliban lives among us. And they're they're really in control here and there's nothing you can do about it. Now, that was 10 years ago. It, it was I, I, I remember Iraq was actually looking a little better when we left. I was yeah. there from, you know, 2005 to 2007. Not some place you'd want to buy a timeshare in. <laughs> but he was at least going better. You know what yeah. I mean? Whereas when I left Afghanistan, I'm like, this is just as bad as when we got here, if not worse. Um, so I, my thought was always like, whenever we pull out of here, it's going to flip even fucking harder than Iraq did. I mean, we, where I was at in Iraq, that was out in Al Ambar out west. I, that ended up being ISIS's stronghold, you know? And so I, I, I was like, I think Afghanistan's going to, it's going to be even fucking worse when we leave. And yeah, they were just, secretly controlling most of those places just as sort of like an underground organized crime type of um, um, thing. And then we left and they're like, well, we're the new cops now. You know, yeah. we, we just took it. And uh, two thoughts. Uh, one, I'm going to read a tweet that uh, I think is great because I like everything you just said. I mean, it's you, you were boots on the ground. You've been there. You've seen shit. Um, this tweet I read, uh, it, was, it was from yesterday because they do all the political talk shows on Sunday morning, meet the press and everything. This guy's tweeting, a Sunday talk TV talk show reminder. Effectively, everyone the media is trotting out as a, quote, Afghanistan expert contributed meaningfully to the failed and unsustainable strategies that led us to now. If they had a brilliant solution, they didn't execute it when it was their chance. And literally nothing could be said better than that. Everybody that's a talking head on television right now saying, well, we should have done this. We should have done this 20 fucking years. And by the other thing I wanted to talk about is the fact that we've you probably experienced this. If you if you have any stories, go jump right in. But apparently we keep talking about the two trillion dollars we spent um, that all stayed at the top. The, the police in Afghanistan, the, the Afghan military forces, that they weren't getting paid. So when the Taliban showed up, they're like, okay, I can either start a fight with these guys and I, I'm not getting paid. You know, the, the politicians at the top are keeping all the money or I can just say, fuck it and just join them. Or you know, like, this happens all the time, all these battles. And when they say the Taliban won the country, everyone admits very few shots were fired. They would just show up and be like, we're in charge now. And everyone would go like, yeah, I guess you are. Yeah, like, if you're not going to pay your troops or your policemen, don't be surprised when they say, I, I'm not loyal to you. Well, right. You know, and, and um, they didn't really they didn't really have much of a government there before. I mean, like, yeah, the, the thought of staying around. I mean, the, the, the real reason is because it made seven weapons contractors in Texas fucking rich. <laughs> That's the real reason we stayed there. Right. Um. That's kind of my cynical view of it, but and truthful the, view. It, it, it's yeah, that's the that's kind of what the fuck it was about, and uh, but but sort of like the the propaganda end of it, like hey, what's the public reason we're doing this? Oh, we're we're trying to rebuild the country so they can have a democracy. I, I guess the thought is something like, um, 
well, we need to leave the now that we went there after 9-11, we need to leave the country in a better place. So it ends up being like a Germany or a Japan post. Yeah, Korea, we should keep bases there. Yep, yep, yep. Right. And like, look, um, it's not even the same as Iraq, man. Iraq had Saddam Hussein. Germany had Adolf Hitler. Japan had Emperor Hirohito. They were not warm men by any means, but they did have some kind of government. Like you might even say they had too too much of a centralized government <laughs> in all those types of places because they were dictators, right. you know. So if anything, they could have used a little less government, right? But you can take out the head of a government and put something else in its place. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's always going to work. Uh, but you can do that because there's some kind of infrastructure there. A Afghanistan system. just had a bunch of warlords fighting over everything, and no one was really running the show. No, one, it was really they were just fighting over opium farms, more or less. And it's it's part of. Correct me if I'm wrong. Afghanistan's another area where the West went in and drew borders that had nothing to do with the existing tribes. Well, right, said, man. And you're a country I'm, now. Yeah, we were up by Pakistan and in, in the Kush Mountains. And look, man, like Afghanistan might be Afghanistan. Pakistan might be Pakistan. But that the Kush Mountains are just the Kush Mountains. It's just tribal up there. No one's ever really fucking controlled it. Not even us. Um, anyone who said we did is, is, is fucking kidding themselves. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this was always going to happen. And all these people coming on TV saying we should have done this and that. Now, I, I, I think we definitely should have done more to get more interpreters out, get more interpreter families out. Oh, absolutely. Things yeah. like that. Um, but that's said, when have we ever like everybody's saying this is just like Vietnam. Yeah, it is, because that's what we do. We go in, we say, help us. We'll take care of you. And then when it's time to leave, we're like, ah, just kidding. Like we, we've never taking care of like and this goes to the cold war how many times did we you know say we would get someone across the wall just like oh no too difficult you stay hey, this is what we do we ask for help and then we ignore and leave behind well right i mean it, it was just always going to kind of turn out that way you know what i mean and 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 i mean what are you going to evacuate the entire fucking country i mean it's it's you know yeah at a certain point it's it's unrealistic you know um we're, we're, we're going to bring over every, every single woman and now they they just live here like you can't evacuate an entire population it's just you, you know it's it, it's not going to happen and anybody on tv talking about it right now for the most it's kind of like that tweet you read um this has been going on for a long time and in terms of afghanistan being in the mainstream like news during the entire last administration the only time it came up was when tr Trump tweeted some goofy shit about transgender soldiers and then everybody fucking argued about, oh, should transgender people be allowed in? If your only take on the, in on the longest American war in history during the entire last four-year administration was whether or not trans people could go and join the endless war to make seven contractors rich, I don't care what your fucking take is now. That's a good point. Good goddamn point. Um, not to transition too quickly. I'll, the last thing I'll say is um, I've been reading a lot uh, of um, less than popular voices or not. They don't have megaphones, but a lot of people are pointing out, hey, you know, all those shitty images we saw on day one of the evacuation where it was just chaos and people are clinging to paint planes. Right. Um, that was day one and it sucked and it's inexcusable. However, Things seem to have smoothed out like, yeah, there was chaos on day one, but right now we've got a pretty efficient system going. It's not the best, 
but the planes are moving and it's not the same as it was day one, but everybody's only focusing on those images we saw on day one, maybe focus on every day, you know, what's, what's going on. Uh, but Hey, I just got a text, my friend. And so I just Googled and the FDA has now approved the Pfizer coronavirus um, vaccination for just general use. It's no longer special circumstances. What do you mean? It was, it was it's it's been approved, right? It's been approved under special circumstances. So now this is one of the big things when it comes to schools and vaccine mandates. Um, because it was not FDA. It, it was because it was only special circumstances approved. Schools could not force you to get the covid vaccination. And now it's, it's not approved for under 15, I think. But this is full 100 percent approval. It's not special measures approval. Oh, got gotcha. you. The difference is you and I and every kid in school has to get vaccinated against measles and mumps and polio and that shit. And but they could not add covid to the list because it was not on the full approval list. It was on the special. Now it is full approved. And if it gets approved for kids, it could be mandated. It could say, all right, this is now part of the vaccination you have to get as a human being to be around other people. That's the big difference is, is special approval versus, oh, God damn it. I hate what I did. I just clicked on a New York Times article. And I know this is a popular meme. It says the problem with information in America is you click on the New York Times or the Washington Post and it says, oh, you can't read this because you don't have a subscription or you don't pay and it's behind a paywall. But if you click on Fox News, it says, oh, you can read this all you want. I didn't say anything to you, Siri. Um, my watch just perked up. But the whole point is, uh, yeah, we've, we've got I'm trying to find an article I can read to get more information. But yeah, Pfizer's approval marketed nothing I haven't already said. I'm not getting the vaccine until Paul Simon tells me to do it. <laughs> How about that? Well, basically, the article I'm reading is everything I already said, which is it was approved under special measures and now it's got full approval. So I wonder if that will be a game changer, because I know I listened to a few podcasts or saw tweets where people are saying, I don't know. I'm still not sure it's, it doesn't have FDA full approval. It's only special. I wonder if people will take that as a sign to get the vaccine vaccine now a, a certain portion the people that said they were waiting for full approval i don't know man i think if you haven't gotten it by now i kind of don't give a fuck about you you know what i mean like well, we I, talked I, about that yeah, yeah. We, that was our stance last week but and, i did and, i heard a thing on anti uh, people that weren't getting the vaccine and several of them said and maybe they were lying but they said if it is fully approved, then I will feel it's safe. Now, they can always find another excuse, but I mean, this is That's, an interesting I, step. Yeah, I think they're going to find another excuse. I think at this point, if you haven't gotten it, um, you're 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 pretty much married to the idea of not doing it. And you're going to fucking write everything off. You, you know what I mean? It's it's they've gone. They've gone flat earther on this one where they're just like, I'm going to I'm going to disregard any information that says this shit is good. That's all fake news. That's all made up by the big vaccine corporations trying to fucking put microchips in us. And I don't know. Look at our fucking pussies and stuff or give 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 us aut I, I, whatever. I mean, they're they're going to find reasons. So I, who gives a shit? Well, it is. Uh, I did send you an article since we're on the topic. Um, a judge in Ohio ordered someone to get the COVID vaccination as part of his probation, which 
is interesting. The guy did not want to get the vaccination, said he's not taking it. I don't plan on getting it. I don't want it. So for him to tell me that I have to get it in order for me to not violation, violate my probation is crazy. Um, and I have to say, it, it is kind of like, I, I wonder what the reasoning is, because I can't find, maybe he's saying that if to meet with your probation officer, you have to be safe. But here's my favorite part of the article is the judge orders uh, this kid, this 21 year old to get vaccinated. The guy was sentenced to two years probation for possession of fentanyl. Fentanyl, which is, of course, deadlier than the vaccination and right. COVID-19. So the guy's like, I had a friend uh, of mine tell me, yeah, he said the same shit. He was like, dude, I don't want to take anything that I don't know the full side effects. I said, bro, we are high on PCP right now. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Well, yeah, well, even there's a joke I've seen going around Twitter, like, I don't want the vaccine and I know what's in. I always had a Southern accent, even though that's not fair to Southern people. Although the uh, Bible Belt is apparently the uh, uh, Delta variant belt, too. Uh, people say they don't want to take the vaccine because they don't know what, what's in it. And then uh, the, the next line is it takes bite of hot dog, you know, pig's anus and whatever fucking mystery meats in a hot dog. Yeah, there, there's so many. How many people can name all the ingredients of Mountain Dew? or Red Bull, or you have a fucking monster in your hand that you're drinking. I mean, do you know half the ingredients in that fucking chemical bomb? No, I just know that it works. And yeah. uh, I would never give it up for anything. And even if they came out and said, um, this shit will make you grow a tail, I'd be like, I guess I got to start shopping for jeans with fucking tail slots in them. Because <laughs> Well, you're also vaccinated. You're, 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 you're vaccinated and drinking monster. You're doubling down on, you know, what goes into you. Oh, yeah, dude, when the between the monster and the vaccination, when the coronavirus shows up in my system, day one, the other fucking like, I don't know, T cells or whatever the fuck is in there, just beat the shit out of it. And like, <laughs> like tattoo prison fucking gang signs in its ass, like Beecher and Oz. And like they fucking they, they make it wear a, a mop wig. They make it its bitch, man. They make the fucking Delta variant its bitch. It's got to sit when it pisses in my immune system. Uh, well, let's change gears. Let's uh, do one more story and then we can get out of here. And this will be a light one. I don't know how much uh, fun we can have with it. I find it more, I guess, sad than fun. Lady Gaga's dog walker is humbly asking for financial help during trauma during his recovery. He has created a GoFundMe page for anybody that doesn't remember Lady Gaga's dog walker was shot walking her dogs someone wanted to kidnap her dogs so they shot the dog walker stole the dogs she put out a five hundred thousand dollar reward for the dogs and here's this guy uh asking for help on a gofundme the obvious comment is if she's gonna spend five hundred thousand dollars on the dog he i think he's asking for 40,000? I can't find. I thought I saw it where it was 40,000 or maybe I'm making that up. You, Yeah, $40,000. And, and you'd think she could toss that out of her spare change piggy bank. Yeah, I mean... Then again, it's like... How much money do you pay somebody for walking a dog? You know what I mean? Like, Well, when you get shot, I that's I what I'm saying is if you have more money than God... Yeah. If, if you don't have, if, if you are a normal person, if you are you or me and you can't walk your dogs one day and the guy gets shot, yeah, here's a hundred bucks. Like you, you feel guilty. You try and do something nice. 
if you're Lady Gaga and you have $500,000 to reward someone for finding your dog, maybe you can kick in 40 grand for a guy. But how much money did she already give him? That's what I want to know. As I didn't see if that was right. in there. That's yeah, Maybe that's she paid the medical there. bills. She probably already fucking paid for him. She already probably paid him pretty well. I, I, I'd imagine, you know. Then again, like if she didn't, that's one thing. But it's it's I gotta, nowhere in the story. It doesn't say yeah, whether it or not doesn't she paid say, his dude. bills or gave him any money, which is very suspect. Yeah, it is, man, because the article's trying to make you feel, A, bad for the guy. I'm not saying you shouldn't feel bad for him, but like the the part where it's like, well, this guy needs to be compensated more. I'm not even saying I disagree with that. What no, I'm no. saying is the part of the picture that's missing is how much money was he already paid. Yeah, I, I agree. It's 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 shoddy reporting. It's it's def, it's like anything. It's slanted uh, with with it has a point of view and it is pushing its own narrative. Without Look, man, there's a, a lot of picture. guys at the VA that got shot to make fucking seven guys in Texas rich, and they also didn't give them fucking you, you know like uh, as much money as Lady Gaga has. So, you know, that's true. All right, Jake. But um, he's also talking about it like he's on a road trip. Yeah, he wants it's not the like he's going, for his I'm van. fucking broke and can't pay my medical bills. He's going, nah, I kind of want to see Venice, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, All right, well, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not saying don't give the guy money. I'm just saying yeah. before we point at Lady Gaga going, how dare you not fucking give the guy enough money? I The, the crucial part for me is how much money has she paid him already? No, that's a good point. And it is interesting that we've talked about this in the past, you and I have. Um, and, and the guy has a tragic story. He was walking a dog and he got shot for the dog. He, he, you know, he, he needs, uh, he needs a life. He needs to eat. He needs to, you know, if, if a road trip is going to help him heal from such a traumatic experience that I have never had, and I never want to go through, I never want to be shot for any reason, especially not because I'm out walking a dog. That said, you and I have talked about this. It's interesting that the first thing people do in America, no matter what happens to them, is they start a GoFundMe. It's like, oh, this happened. I'm going to ask other people for money. Now, some cases are legitimate and many are not, but it's just interesting that that is now where we turn. Oh, yeah, you plus, know about six months ago, Paul Simon came out with a new single about getting shot walking Lady Gaga's dog, and he didn't give this guy any royalties. That's bullshit. He, he culturally appropriated as a guy. You know who has a big GoFundMe right now? Huh. Um, it hit two days ago. Um, I'm drawing a blank on uh, Brett Butler from Grace Under Fire. The, really? Yeah, she, she is completely broke. The story talks about how she made $25 million from Grace Under Fire, and it's all gone. And she was about to get evicted because she couldn't afford rent. Now, her rent, and I'm not making fun, but uh, she was living in a $2,500 a month uh, apartment. So... That that's pretty steep rent for one person, um, but yeah, she she um, well, let me let me let me pull it up really quick and see how much she's at right now, and how much she needs. She didn't set it up; someone set it up for her. You could talk so, while I'm typing. How she? What, you're saying like she she's got to go fund me because she's like, I, she's broke. I, someone needs some cash. Like, her, well, her friend she's completely broke. She can't pay rent. Is her friend? Uh, Lon Strickler is organizing this fundraiser on the behalf of Brett Butler. Um, you know, she, she, she was an addict for years. That's how she lost her show. She is at 38,000 of her $20,000 goal. So that's the interesting thing about these GoFundMes is when people look at them and they see, oh, all right. Yeah, she's already made it. And then they donate more. Um, 
always find that fascinating. But yeah, people have donated. Yeah, GoFundMe is a weird place, man. It's everything from uh, my entire family was eaten by bears in front of me, like Leonardo DiCaprio and the Reverend. Yeah. And now I need medical bills for that. It's everything to that to somebody going i was a rich actress and now i don't get paid for working and so i want more money you, you know and give me money well i mean it says she was about to be evicted so i mean she 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 lost her 25 million and she, but she has been working steady it said the pandemic screwed her up she she um was on the walking dead and a couple other shows so it but you know not enough to pay her rent so yeah she she lost everything and like you said, it, it is a wide range. It's from getting eaten by a bear, from walking a celebrity's dog and getting shot, and to I squandered my 25 million. The Dude, world is an interesting goddamn place. Who the fuck is sitting there going, um, yeah, I, well, I could donate to somebody who has cancer that works at Walgreens and can't pay the bills, or I could give it to a semi-successful actress who MC hammered her way through a bunch of fucking like starring sitcom role money. Like what? Who's doing that? Well, not just that, but whoever who's sitting there, who's clocking out at the end of the week, living paycheck to paycheck. And they're like, you know, I mean, times are tough, but you know who really needs help? Fucking actresses in Hollywood. Here you go. Well, it is interesting. Like there are several, you know, like $25 from Anonymous. Uh, Gordon Browning donated 20. But whoever Wendy Penner is, she donated $1,000. I mean, there are a couple hundred dollar. Timothy Cunningham, 10 bucks. Like people are like you, the, the people, there are people throwing in 10 bucks, 15 bucks. But every so often, there must be a Hollywood someone that's throwing in a hundred. A thousand is the biggest one I've seen. But yeah, I. I Dude, you I remember how you. 10 minutes ago I said I wasn't sure whether I gave a fuck about Lady Gaga's dog walker who got <laughs> shot. I know I don't give a fuck about this lady. Holy shit. <laughs> I worked with her one. She was very nice when I worked with her. I'm was, not saying she ain't nice. I'm just saying don't give her money. Yeah. OK, fair enough. Uh, There's more just... deserving people that need that money. Who could who could use it a little worse than a lady going, I'm just trying to pay rent on the six thousand dollar condo. Like, what do you <laughs> what? Yeah, I hear you. I was Downsize, just size move to Jersey. I worked with her after she lost it all. And she was very nice and very humble. I oh, I remember this, though. Oh, I'll tell you this story. Let me get me. I wonder if I can Google it. So when I worked with her, it was very she was very nice. It was after she lost it all. Um. And I'm sorry, I'm Googling at the same to see if anything comes up. Oh, OK, so I, I have a hit. It looks like it. OK, so I'm going to do this off memory. Uh, we were talking in the green room, she and I, and she asked me who I enjoyed as a comedians, who my favorite comedians were at the time. And I remember saying Augie Smith, because I love him, and Doug Stanhope. And she went, oh. And she got a little prickly but then she was nice to me again a little later and what i had forgotten in that moment is that doug stanhope had current just gone in a tear against brett butler like i don't know if she was part of his act or but it, it made some sort of news back at that time where doug stanhope was ripping on her for losing her tv i don't i don't remember all i know is that Doug Stanhope was very publicly making fun of Brett Butler. And when she asked me who my favorite comedians were, I said, Doug Stanhope. So that was a bit of a foot in a foot. What in was mouth he making fun of her for? Was it, was it the exact same thing that I was shitting on her for? No, this was, this was back in 2002 or some shit like this. Really? Yeah. I don't remember. That's what I said. I hope for back in the day. So, 
all right uh jake i went and saw the movie free guy i thought it was pretty good you know it's it's a it's there's there's it's not like a your smartest brainiest you know oscar caliber movie but if you're just looking to kill some time i saw that you seen anything you you always yeah, go see i gotta, I gotta, go, see, I gotta go see more shit man i was looking for that uh um anthony bourdain doc but that's on yeah. the theaters now Oh, I took my kids to see. That's why I went to Free Guy. Plus, I like right. Oh, oh, I did see something. I saw um old. Oh, why? God damn, dude! M Night Shyamalan, he sucks. It was some of his shits okay. This one was not. Um, yeah. You know what it is? Is he's got a lot of movies where it's a cool concept, but it's just the oh, execution's man, the, the bad. Writing wasn't there. Yeah, the first twenty minutes are cool. The last twenty minutes are cool. The whole middle part where they're on the island and they're aging too fast it's it, it's just fucking weird well uh I, I i saw something and you should watch it and listeners everyone watch this you talk about the celebrities that lost everything i watched the documentary val on amazon prime about val kilmer fascinating really? i oh it's uh, i'm not even gonna go i'm not gonna go into details i'm not gonna say any other anything other than you should watch the documentary val on amazon prime it's 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 really really good i enjoyed Does he it ever go fund me no, but uh, if anybody should, he should. I I wish he would get some funding and release his Mark Twain film. It's just the stage performance of it because, yeah, he 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 lost everything in a divorce and the the financial crash and poor money management and land management. I mean, he's still he's doing a see, man, he's hustling. He's still out there making he's plays. That's by. what. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's her name should do? Hell, even the dog walker. He should make a movie about getting shot walking dogs. You know, in a world. Where dogs are being kidnapped. <laughs> One man has the balls. Stand up again, you know, and, and, and he could be played by Liam Neeson. You're not getting Lady Gaga's dog. Oh, that would be good. I can't yeah. believe someone hasn't already pitched that film. Dude, he's got to do a version of Taken where he's getting Lady Gaga's dog back. Well, that's all he does now is different variations of Taken. So that's the next one. All right, kids, thanks for listening. Uh, say nice things about us. Share the podcast. Watch the documentary, Val. And uh, tune in next week for more of us not caring about anything everyone else finds important in the news. Later. Later.